The following episode is brought to you by Paul Blart. He's actually an okay guy when you actually get to know him. I don't want to hear... You know what? No. These policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. It's July 18th, and welcome to episode number 85 of the Sleeping with the Elfin podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. I am Paul Swickard, and joining me is Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Hello, good sir. How's it going? Sunday? It's, it's beautiful. A, it's not Sunday. Shit, what am I doing? Do I? <laughs> it's Saturday. Thank you. Sunday. <laughs> I'm just going to write off Saturday because that's what I do. Uh, no, I'm not. Why a, would you I'm, write off Saturday? I know. Like I have a full-time job. I work Monday to Friday. Saturday is the best day. I was just just playing a little uh, little massive chalice. It was great. The chalice is so massive. Yeah. That's you have like, an Xbox One. Did you pick that up for free? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't uh, played it at all. Oh, man. So good. That's good, man. I'm glad they have a good game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even if you're not going to play it. I'm glad that my collection contains good games. I can't tell you if it's personally any good, but... Pretty much. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I My time is better spent... Well, that's not true. My pot, my time is better spent here! Oh! Uh, you find people. <laughs> yes, let's talk about all the funny things happening in the United States of America. You, all right. You, well, first, you, you, you coping with the idea of becoming the daddy-o? Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, it's funny. We just went to the farmer's market here locally. Uh, you know what a farmer's market is, right? Yes, yes, I do. I just want to make sure. We do have, have them. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, episode 85 was bound to come up at some point. Farmer's markets. Do they exist? They exist. Perfect. Well, I was at the farmer's market, and this one person had uh, knit, knitted hats and Ashley stopped. I'm like, oh, is this going to be a regular thing where we look at like little pieces of clothing? And obviously, we're buying unisex because we don't we don't want to find out the sex until until the day of. So she picks really? up this like, no, 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 no. Oh. Is that true? Yeah. Did I not tell you that last week? No. Yeah, we're waiting until the big day. Oh, Amber Alert. What? You know what that is, right? Amber Alert. Yes. I just got one. Oh no! Is everything okay? Los Angeles. Well, I think so. Yeah. yeah it's L.A. Here. This is going to be absolutely useless. Maybe it'll be useful. Uh, Los Angeles, California, Amber Alert, uh, license number 7EVA, let's see, 594, um, Montana plates, it looks like. Oh. See, the funny yeah. thing is someone could be listening to this show years from now and realize, oh, man, oh, that was mine. <laughs> and Yeah, uh, 2001 Brown BMW four-door sedan. So there you go. They took a kid? Apparently. Oh, no. Mo- so go mo- find him. Yeah, somebody listening who's listening public. to this in the next couple of days, hope- well, hopefully the matter is solved before this gets posted, which usually gets posted like a couple hours after we record. But hope all is well. No, we um, it, most of the time when those type of alerts go out here, it's like an old man wandered away from his nursing home. Uh, someone get him before dark? That'd be fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, right. Or it's usually like a, a 16-year-old who listens to too much Nine Inch Nails and thinks they can make it on their own and 
begs for cigarette money. Oh, we never – no. That Amber Alerts are pretty much exclusive to kidnappings. Well, I guess we – Like it's yeah. never like a kid just leaving. No, no, no. I guess I guess I'm thinking of just a more general alert. Like Amber Alerts exist here. Uh, you don't see them. I don't. I don't really see them as often. But oh, uh, is that right? It's usually every day. Like some teenager doesn't come home, or not in a bad way. Like usually these things are resolved hours after they're posted. But um, no, yeah, we're not finding out the sex uh, until until the child is born. So why is that? Like what? Do you just want the surprise? What well, What's motivating that? Because I didn't understand. I. I don't understand that because I'm like, why wouldn't you just, why I would want to know. I want to just, you know, prepare. It's like, all right, okay, now I can do things that I wouldn't think of to do. Yeah, like not buy a unisex monkey toque, you know. You got it. And matching monkey booties. Like that's Uh what I did, but I had to make sure they were unisex. Personally, I don't really mind whether we find out or we don't find out. I'm excited about the, 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 uh, the random the randomness of it, I suppose, even though I, I, I guess it's, I don't know. Anyways, but Ashley, who is carrying the baby for nine months, uh, is it, it wanted to wanted it to be a surprise, and I'm like, well, you know what? You're the one. I mean, I did some of the work, I suppose, <laughs> but uh, she's carrying <laughs> the, the baby for nine months, and if she wants to wait, I'm not going to have an argument about it. Like, and and do you know why she wants to wait? She wants the surprise. She wants to be surprised. I think. I guess she said that the her main reason, the main reasoning, is that it's something you can't change. It's something when you find out, it's a for sure thing, and it's it's nothing you can change in the course. So why find out right away? Um, you know, we're not going nuts. We don't want to like collect a bunch of uh, a bunch of clothes and and all kinds of stuff before the baby's born. So we'll ke- we'll collect the bare necessities. Uh, you know, a white crib. A, a, yellow paint some unisex stickers like i don't want like princesses and 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 uh, adorning my the baby's room unless that's what you know ashley wants when we find out it's it's a a female or a male but uh so you're basically just being amiable to what ashley wants well yeah yeah no it's hey man wise for a pregnant woman yeah well good good on you I mean, I, I'm, I've, you know, it's been, it's been a f- pretty fifty-fifty on everything. Like when we pick the names, which we're not telling people either. Like the names will remain uh, secret, keep it secret, keep it safe until the day, so we can say like, to, and and that it creates a mystery to everybody else who's, who's interested, like family and friends who want to know, you know, what the sex is and what the name is and. Yeah, all that fun stuff because it's babies. It's exciting. Babies are exciting and and special and and cute and I'm just trying to think of other uh, adjectives. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We're not, we're not doing any of that stuff. You? How prepared am I? Does it sound like I'm prepared? I'm kind of just like, I don't know. I got to get through Nerdtacular next week. Oh, God, that's next week. Um, <laughs> not next week, two weeks. I know, and you're doing like a little panel thing, right? Yeah, so the, the Gamers in will be doing a live show Saturday at 1. I... I don't I'm excited uh as well as the back of my head is like wait we should be nervous about this why aren't we nervous why are we freaking out <laughs> well it's because it's 2 weeks from now and there's a lot of other things to worry about before then like packing and flying and I got a thing in Toronto next week which I'm excited for yet That's equally cool. nervous so no I like my nervous like arc whenever I get nervous about something I generally, like weeks before, 
I'm generally not that nervous, uh, but it's it's usually like right afterwards or like right before where I start actually feeling it. I, you know yeah. what I mean? And like I had I had like bad anxiety issues when I was younger, and I think the way I solved it was to flip it right where you do you do get actively nervous right before and while it's going on, and and I, when I realized like uh you know being super anxious right before and during the event ruins this this fun event that that could be happening so um i think what i've done is i've tricked my mind into like let's worry about it two weeks in advance with the reasoning that two weeks in advance it, it's a perfect time to worry because that's when you can actively back out of something without causing many issues not to say that i'm going to back out of anything like what are you going to back out of Brian? well no, <laughs> we're not talking about i am all in for for the for the baby that was a conscious decision that was made by both of us uh <laughs> I'm glad. That, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not at all nervous about that. Uh, I'm I'm strictly talking about like flying, nortacular, little things. You know, like the big stuff doesn't worry me because the big stuff usually involves Ashley, and she's like not nervous. She's super calm. If if she was nervous, then, I, then, <laughs> then it would be it would be it'd be like oh no, what's happening? Um, well, just yeah. you know, there's going to come a time where she's nervous. Oh yeah, you have and you have to be the rock. I so, will be the rock. Just saying. I'm going to eat six pizzas and then work out all day. I'm the rock. There you go. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're adjusting to it so well, man. It's only like, been a it, week of it being public, and, and there's still well, folks yeah, but, that I got to... Sure. Like, yes, that's true, but I'm, I'm, but you've known for much longer, yes? Yes, three months. And I've had, I had time to prepare before that as well, because obviously, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Sure. <laughs> Can I get a hint to no. the child's names? Huh? Oh, hey, um, a hint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell you this. Um, they're not family names, so family uh, names are- no family names. Like no, my dad named Junior. No, uh, Ashley's family Junior. Whatever. So that's not happening. Um, they're they're going to be names that uh, the middle names are family names. So the middle names we've already kind of nailed down. Being uh, if it's a boy or a girl, uh, sure. being named after uh, Ashley's late grandfather or uh, the middle the uh, her mother. If it's a girl, it'll end up being I think it was like Marie, which kind of checks a bunch of boxes like her mother, my mother, her nana, like, all that fun stuff. So like you get the you, it's important to. I don't know if it's important, but it was important to us to kind of like address family in in the name somehow because that's sort of like a tradition. Like I don't know whether it's the same where you are, but I think the middle name is sort of like reserved for like let's make a nod to a family member, you know, or as many <laughs> as we can. That's sort of how it works. It's worked with my family. Um, like my middle names are my uncle uh, and my um, and my grandfather, right? Mm-hmm. And then the first name sort of like whatever sounds good and we like, you know, and, and doesn't right. rhyme with well, poopy. Doesn't rhyme with poopy? Yeah, you don't want it to rhyme with poopy. Uh, moving on, Ryan. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but no, in terms of names, I'm, we're not saying the names. We've, we're keeping them themselves, but as part of a funny, um, what I started on our podcast, uh, Ryan and Ashley.ca. Um, I've been naming video game characters. So we started with Zelda, and I'm just naming ones that I know will immediately be vetoed. So oh, Zelda has already been scratched off the list. Sorry, folks. 
I'm going to try Jaina next week. That was uh, uh, Jocelyn's idea to try Jaina. Sure, that makes which, sense. Which you know I think might slip past slip past the uh, the old detector there because Jaina's huh. kind of like it's close to a real name. <laughs> okay. It, 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 I'm sure somebody's named that. Yeah, I feel bad for all the Janas listening. Sorry. <laughs> okay, cool. Ryan, you want to get to some stuff? Yeah, there's lots of stuff here. All right, cool. Uh, let's talk about sex. <laughs> right? You got to sing it, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's simply not going to happen. That's why I wrote it in there. Like We had a 50-50 chance, folks, of Paul singing Let's Talk About Sex. You don't give me nearly enough credit. Anywho. Okay, 75-25. Mr. Ryan, um, I have a question. Yes, shoot. In, in, okay, talking about sex in a public school as like sex education mm-hmm. is kind of a thing here. And when I say thing, it's like people get super, it's kind of odd about it. Like they don't, they are kind of really uptight about what they think their kids are being taught. And I'm wondering if it's the same over in your neck of the woods. And feel free to talk as long as you want. Hmm? I said feel free to talk as long as you want. About sex. Uh Uh-huh. And how how I was educated about sex. Is that what you're asking? Sure. Well, sure. How you were educated about sex. But more to the point, like, are people, like, weird about teaching sex in a public school in Canada? Um, I, I went to a Catholic school... And I think the program is sort of... So yes, then? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like, my my parents obviously didn't have an issue. I think we first... It was first sort of addressed, like, grade 10. I don't... You know, you did basic biology in grade school. Like, here's what, here's what a human male has, and here's what a human female has. But they never really talk about how how the puzzle pieces fit together, right? It was just... <laughs> it was just sort of like... Here's a naked dude drawn to, and you can see his innards and here's a naked chick and you can see her innards and, oh, this is where the baby grows and this is what, you know, it was kind of like that. But then in, you know, obviously in high school, they start getting into the, the, the whole sexy, sexy stuff, the sexy times, you know, but again, in a very clinical way. And then they show you this like seventies birth video, you know, it looks like a, a, a little baby crawling out of uh, an untrimmed hedge. It's just, it's really gross. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. Too far? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Go yes, go ahead. Though no, no. I'm fearing for the future. But it's funny. Um, to me, it to me, it never came across as like something you never you don't talk about because it is it's it's human anatomy. Like whenever people talked about it in a in a educational manner, like of course there were people like walking around like you know teenagers like oh, blah, blah, sex boobs what that's not like that's not education that's just you regurgitating what you're you know a movie or something you watched right wait is that your interpretation of events boobs and whatever and the baby comes out no 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 is that can't is that canadian but that's like education right there in a nutshell no no not educate that's like kids talking like you know like when you're a kid like that's what you know they talk about right like it's it's all rumor mail and then finally in school they like teach you 
how like every unless you've found out other ways like you know the the common birds and the bees story right like that's that's like the trope of how your parents tell you about how where babies come from right i don't i don't think that's a thing that exists very much anymore because parents kind of leave it up to the schooling system right obviously the parents like back it up with with their own sort of reassuring talks i guess but how does it work in the states is it like it's just you don't talk about it until you have to do it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay so uh, we had uh, we had a see that's the thing what like people are very afraid about what it is that people are actually going to say like they, they, i get the impression that they think that if you say ah we're going to talk about sex today and they're going to go to into very explicit detail about what is going on and what like what children quote unquote should be doing like i remember i had a, a little ed- education thing i think sixth grade mm-hmm. so i was like 11 or 12 and i just i mean you know the mature kid that i was i just kept laughing yeah like I just and I couldn't help myself it and that, and that doesn't like, help like the teachers trying to like teach no right? they're just as nervous as we were if not more so but that's what it is it's a very clinical it's in education it's it's clinical right the way that they just they talk about it like it's it, they wouldn't talk about it uh, the way you talk to your significant other or someone you're dating about sex the way they talk about an education is very clinical like the you know the i can't even reproduce it here without giggling it's like oh the penis goes bloop bloop and then you're boo and you're good to go you know like that's it's like banjo kazooie sounds that in your head when you're a kid right like that's how it works but it's very clinical in schools but it's also very like strict and, and orderly like you teach them about reproduction that's it you know, and then I think when I started high school, it was obviously the um, the joke of you know condoms and going to a Catholic school. Like they were very open about it, and that like if you wanted condoms, you could go to the front desk. I don't know anybody who would go to the front desk to get condoms, like from like the principal's office or or uh, the health uh, the health uh, uh, sector. Yeah, but uh, I don't know who who does that. But that's a good way to get a call home. <laughs> I suppose. I guess. Uh, but, uh, you know, like the classic, like, put a condom on a banana, although the gym teacher just did it. And, you know, I See, guess they, they never did that with us. I guess they didn't have enough bananas to go around. So they just they just did the one banana. But it, obviously, again, there's, there's like, they're trying to be very serious. They're mandated to teach this stuff. And uh, the whole classroom is, <laughs> is giggling like school children, which like um, you can't blame they them. They were school children? Yeah, like they were school children. So I guess we're kind of proving our point by not really being able to talk about this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe like, I guess my, I guess I, if you have a curriculum that mm. you stick to and people and it's fact based, then I don't see much of a problem, yeah. but you know, like it, it just people, maybe this is more of a people thing than a, you know, U.S. versus Canada thing. I just know that here it generally turns into something much more than it generally turns into something much more and much more like convoluted than it should be. Well, yeah. And and maybe like maybe a few if I 
a few years before I took sex ed in high school, it would have been more about here's how reproduction works. Don't try it until you're married, you know, and that was sort of the message. But then when I had it, it was like, here's how reproduction works. We can't legally tell you when to when to employ these methods. But uh, (laughs) the reason we're stressing reproduction is because that's like it's a Catholic school. So like when we talk about sex, it's never sex. It's reproduction. Right. It's all about where do babies come from? And obviously we know uh, from Hollywood and and from people who who talk about this stuff all the time, like that's not just what sex is. It's not just about reproduction. And I don't think they teach that in school. Like, again, it's all about reproduction. It's not about sex. It's not about sexuality. It is about reproduction. You're correct. Yeah, it's all about reproduction. Like Um, it didn't get into more explicit detail until I was in like the following two years, I would say. Yeah, and they like really hammer home the fact. <laughs> no, they really hammer home the fact that uh, you know safe sex and you know preventing um, you know spread of disease and all that fun business. And then obviously they end it with, but yeah. abstinence is the best. Yeah, way. That, that, that's what happened with me too. Yeah, but yeah. abstinence makes the heart grow fonder. Exactly. What? <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't understand it. Uh, it it's weird, and no, no. No kid in high school. So basically, wants to what learn we've concluded, sex. what we've concluded here, uh-huh. is that it's pretty much just a, a universal thing. Yeah, and I mean, anybody who says like, "Well, in Europe, they have boobs in, in TV commercials, and they're they they find it easier to talk about sex." Like, no, boobs aren't sex. Well, okay, fine, whatever. But uh, yeah, I know. Okay, we're not going we're not going down that path. But how, no, we are. No, we're not. Just for a second. No. How how in the hell did you get? actually pregnant you know what you're right no what? all i'm saying is that in in european countries they have like you know more risque commercials and people are introduced to sexual con what we would what we would see as sexual content more it's just everywhere like you want to talk about europe let's talk about japan and how they have you know like straight up porn on the second floor of department stores just out you know um, oh in Jap- in japan yeah, I mean, I've I heard... know so I know someone who could tell you a lot about that, actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You? Who? No, not me. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. No. Uh, we should take a field trip. Uh, to I, Japan. I have a buddy who spent a few years in Japan. Mm-hmm. A physicist, really? So he can tell you all the dynamics, all the gravitational. I don't want to talk about this anymore. All, all I'm saying is that I I think that sex is just an awkward conversation, and obviously you gotta. Sure, and even if. Even if it's your parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's awkward for everybody. Yeah, I get. So, I guess the thing with, I, I guess the thing is, is that I know that people don't want to have their children educated sex-wise because they want to educate them themselves. My problem with not all of it, but some of it, is the fact they teach it wrong. Like you know, like. And it's still, and by the way, this has not introduced the whole complexity of how men are taught about sex versus how women are taught about sex. That yeah. that in and of itself is actually kind of rough. Because, you know, you and I, we ultimately, if we are irresponsible people, don't have to have consequences for having sex unprotected or otherwise. Well. Right? Yeah. Well, no. Right. Yes and no. I suppose if you, it, I'm not talking about disease. I'm talking about the 
the act of reproductivity. Yeah, but you still can be held responsible legally for that. Maybe. It's a strong chance. Um, Maybe. But it, but it it'd depends. be easy. It'd be easy for an asshat to be like, I don't care, blip, blip, and walk away. You know, right. Like, that's that's yeah. It's stuff that, that well, yeah, you're in, right. like you know, I I know that women are told kind of like nightmare stories about like ah oh, you're gonna you're gonna set yourself on fire or you know some crap like that. Yeah, tearing what stretch marks? <laughs> oh no, you know I, like there's I a know. lot of stuff. <laughs> okay. I, I just this know is officially, what... no, this is officially run its course, Ryan. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Trump or do you want to take a quiz? We should take this quiz because it is related. Right. The, the whole reason I brought this up is in talking about sex curriculum. Is, and as you've been able to tell from this this uh, ten minute conversation, it's awkward. And and obviously all and we I tried to hammer it hammer it in that we love this poster. But anyway, and and the fact that like um, obviously all we talked about in terms of sexual education is reproduction, and here in Ontario the uh, liberal Ontario government is trying to introduce or is successfully introducing a new sex curriculum for grades one through eight to kind of get ahead and and not wait until high school because, man, the horror stories that I'm hearing. My mother's a teacher and a supply teacher. Public school? um, No, most – well, uh, let me think. Mostly Catholic, but she does teach public as well. She's a supply teacher. So she goes to all different kinds of schools, and some of the stories that she hears, and that she, you know she's willing to repeat, it's it's alarming what some of these kids are doing on the playground and getting caught and getting you know slapped on the wrist for, and then they go home and their parents are like, bah, bah, you know it's normal, yeah, the kids will be kids, and you know so. Obviously, sex education needs to be introduced earlier in school, but but the kids who are behaving themselves, the parents of those kids, are like, well, I don't think our kids need to learn about this because, uh, yeah. Oh, did I lose you? You did. You're back, but, though. Uh, you were recording your side, so I think. We're yeah, good. we're good. Uh, so, anyways, this I new I love curri- this poster. Which poster? I'm only six. I like ponies. I like clay. Why do you want to take my innocence away? I wonder who made that poster. <laughs> Not her. That's Not for her. sure. <laughs> so obviously there's been some uh, some problems, and I've had conversations with people. The curriculum introduces uh, the uh, sexting, uh, a, a puberty, uh, online pornography, uh, homosexuality, transgender, like all, all, all – what sex – Ah, oh, jeez. What, what, what sex education should include? Because right now we live in a very different world when these sex education programs were built in the 70s, right? right? Like we talked about the kid coming out of a bush, right? Yes. I talked about it. You just laughed. You said it and I laughed. It was gross. I, I, I'm sorry, folks, but it was just, it was, yeah. Scared for life. Anyways, this quiz, we're going to take it. Here's your chance. Watch. To take the true or false quiz and find out how sure. much you know about what students will really learn with this new curriculum. So, right. Paul, I, I will. I you got it up. Yes, go go ahead. So we'll alternate. I'll read the first one, and then you can read the next one, and we'll answer, Perfect. and we'll see what we get. So, question one: Grade one students will, and you kids at home, take it. Too. <laughs> grade one students will learn to touch their private parts in order to identify them on themselves and others. 
True uh, or false? I'm going to say gonna... false. Let's see. In order to identify them on themselves. That's a weird question. I'm going to go with true. Oh, dear. Well, you're wrong. Because I'm it wrong. Is, it is it. false. See, you, you, person, you. Students will be taught to identify all body parts using the correct terminology. They will be encouraged to use this terminology, the curriculum states, so that they can reason that if I'm hurt or need help and I know the right words, other people will know what I'm talking about. So you don't go up to somebody and say, uh, my pee-pee hurts. You know, you're going to say penis. Let's just all say it together, folks. It's no, not a, it's not no, a bad word. Continue on. Okay. Move on. <laughs> all right, what's question two? Uh, number two, students will explore the physical and social changes associated with puberty in grade four. I'm going to go with true. Yeah, I'm going to go true that's, as well. That's like so easy. That's easy. It's like these questions are designed like for the people who are have created those signs and Maybe. and they're like, oh well, of course it's false because, blah. Um, so okay, w- w- did we get it right? Yes, we both got it right. I don't think it needs much explanation. Yeah, exactly. Question three. Question's pretty standard. Students will learn about masturbation in grade six. Uh, this is uh, this could be a tough one. Learn about masturbation in grade six. Uh, you're gonna. <laughs> Go with false. I'm going to go true. Oh, my God. Oh, you got it right. Damn you. <laughs> the curriculum instructs teachers to teach grade six students that the physical, emotional, and social changes that happen in their teen years are normal. Masturbation, the curriculum states, is common and is not harmful in any and, and is one way of learning about your body. Wrong. That's where they're wrong. This is why we can't teach this in school. I, yeah, uh, question- I think grade six might be a little early for that one, folks. I don't know. Question four. The <laughs> curriculum will present students with six different types of gender identity. I'm going to go with true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay. So I might learn here too because this this is – so what are the six genders? Uh, six genders include um, – I don't know a lot of these, mm-hmm. Male, which is kind of odd. Uh, male, female, two-spirited, transgender, transsexual, and intersex. What's in- – what? See, this is what I'm talking about. So like, two spirited? They're teaching these things. I don't know what they is are. Is that like bisexual? No. Okay. I don't, I don't know. They're also teaching sexual orientation. Uh-huh. Homosexual, uh, heterosexual, lesbian, or bisexual. Yeah. All good information. I think. Sure. I think uh, it didn't say when they would teach that, though. Probably early. I'd say probably grade six. I don't know. Teachers will teach students about sexual con- con- content, no, consent consent in grade six. Uh, I'm gonna go with true. Yeah, man. There's All right. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What no no means no, right? That's basically <laughs> what they'll teach, and I think that's that's super appropriate because uh, you'd be surprised about the news stories that get out there. Do I have to read this next one? <laughs> students will be taught about anal sex by age twelve. I'm going to go with false. Ah. Uh, what? I got, I got to go with true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's a little much, I think. Oh, Ryan. Okay, I'm starting to realize that. I, I think they just got the ages <laughs> all out of whack here. What are they doing? We're learning so much uh, today, Paul. I got to read this. In grade seven, children will learn how to communicate with that. They don't want to have sex, including anal sex. Mm-hmm. They learn. See, we're still immature. They learn that it's best to wait until they're older 
to have any kind of sexual activity. They also learn how sexually transmitted infections and <laughs> are transmitted during sex, including anal sex. Thanks, Ontario. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Um, <sighs> students will learn how technology can impact sex-related issues from sexting to online safety. That's an easy one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So there grade you. seven, learning about sexting, bullying, harassment, all really good information. So that's a really good one. Sexuality's, sexuality's impact on mental health will be taught in grade nine. Sure. Yeah, right. that seems reasonable to me. Okay, there you go. All right. The curriculum excludes parents from their children's learning about sex. <laughs> false? That seems no, like that's a... false. Yeah, like, come on. No parent involvement, ever. Yeah, your, your parents are, don't get a say. You just have to sit outside, and you're not going to learn about the six kinds of gender. That's dumb. All right, what's the last one? <laughs> I still haven't learned it. Uh, next, uh, the new sex education curriculum brings Ontario in line with other provinces across the country. Ryan, I have no freaking clue. I'm going to go, because this is such a big uproar. I will. I will pick whatever you don't. Oh, I went false and true. Yeah, I'm right. I know more. So about it looks it. like um, a new curriculum is comparable to most other Canadian provinces. Uh, Ontario will join Alberta, Manitoba, BC, Newfoundland, and Labrador in teaching the changes associated with puberty. Ontario's students will learn about sexual training. Man, Newfoundland, Labrador—they got—they got some good education there. All right, congratulations! You scored eight out of ten. What did you get? I also scored eight out of ten. Yeah. So again, like. I think through this quiz, we've sort of learned the changes they're making to the curriculum. And for the most part, they might need to change some ages around. I think all the information they've covered in this quiz is pretty useful information that everybody should learn at some point in their lives. Correct? Can we at least agree there? Uh, Sure. Yeah. But grade (laughs) six, age 12, yeah, that might might be a little tough. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it would depend. Like, if I were to read that, I would just want to see what was in the curriculum. Like, yeah. r- right? Like, gave us broad strokes, right? Like, yeah, why, it's very like, broad. Like, you say, it's it's funny. You say anal sex, and it's like, well, that could mean, yeah. Well, whatever. It's it's tough, right? But uh, I the the reason I brought this up is I had a conversation with somebody about about this new curriculum, and a lot of people who don't agree with it, it's. It's a religious standpoint, right? It's uh, generally yes. Yeah, homosexuality, transgender—it goes against their norm. And the argument that I have, and whether I had a kid on the way or not, was like, well, what if, what if my kid was homosexual or was interested in the same sex, you know, or or wanted to be transgender or what, whatever uh, and they were confused and their lives were made harder because no one had taught them that that was okay and the argument they had is like well what if this turns my kid homosexual and it's like well don't not sure it works that way um and 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 learning about it in school will help them right understand it and understand their friends sure. who may be homosexual or transgender or whatever and sure. it's it can only be good and seeing it as a bad thing um, is is only a bad thing when you're not getting getting involved with your with this education, I suppose. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Like you have a kid as well, uh, you know, that's going to be going into education. Is this stuff that you'd want your kid to learn? Probably. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's. The, well, here's my take on it. Here's the short version. Yeah. They're he, they're going to learn about it anyway. Me, exactly. 
I can either just let it happen however that it happens, right? Which I, I think is a horrible way to go about things. Yeah, that's but, called uh, cruise control parenting. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, and I, and I really honestly, I can't figure out a, a good way, a good reason of why someone would want to do that other than avoiding their own discomfort with the subject. Right. So I know that he's going to, like, you can't, if people have an issue with learning about homosexuality, that it, you're not going to stop it. Yeah. Now, what age? No, what is age appropriate? That's a different discussion, because yeah. certainly, like you know, I'm not going to have a conversation with Ethan now. No. At at the age of two and a quarter, for <laughs> a good number of reasons. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I mean, but it's, it's, you know, yeah. but like I, I get I get really annoyed when people say they're corrupting youth, because I just it's it's I'm sorry it's going to happen. Yeah. You can either do something about it or not. If you're not, then just know that you might be causing more harm than good. If anything, yeah, like whether it's your child. Right, they might learn the right way, you might. know, whatever the hell that way is. They well, might learn the, the, the and uh, they might learn in a better fashion. But, I mean, do you really want to just leave that? Do you want to just roll the dice and see what happens? No, because you, right. you, want, you want your your kids to be good people and a a way to be a good person is to be educated about culture and uh, like this all of this stuff existed years ago uh except now we're just better people i suppose and we can kind of like just be like you know this is fine and we gotta we gotta educate ourselves and be good people and not like talk down to those folks who uh to those who are, you know, who do identify as transgender or bisexual or whatever, and just be understanding, and and um, it's important, right? Because that's that's how bullying is sort of addressed. Like the reason people become bullies, for the most part, is because they don't understand something and they feel they need to attack it, right? Sure, that's the basic definition, I suppose. But I know a lot of people who, if I had this conversation uh, with, it would turn into well, it's not, it's not, it's not right. It's not right. And I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> All right, Ryan, we should get out of here. Yeah. Good it's talk. It's show. Let's, let's, let's not talk about sex next week. It's probably right. the email we'll get, probably. No, no promises. No. <laughs> Where to find us is email at, email, email, email. info at com is the email address. Big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for helping host our show. Spread the word, good people. Yeah. We're here, and we're going to continue to talk about sex. Okay. Uh, you can find me at Peace Wickard. You can find Ryan at R. Murphy on Twitter. We will see you all next week. Yep. Yeah.